previously on Coruscant Nights. A uh, TC-44, is it right? Yes, sir. I'm... How may I be of service? I'd like you to take, take this drive. There's some other files in there. I would appreciate it if you don't hand them out or look at them. Please deliver all this information to Sol Dixon when you get there. TC has uncovered all of the data. It is now reads fluently, and it seems that there has there is a clone working with the groups that are working with this um, corrupt senator, and the yeah. clone's name is eight one four four one two. All right, he heads over to that booth and calls the clone base again. Hello. Hello. May I speak to eight one four four one two, please? Uh, let me let me see if I can find him. Uh. Hey. No, he, he he just left, I guess. Where did he go? Uh, well, I I told him where you were, and he he just he just headed right off. I did not see him. Did he have any distinct markings that I would be aware of? Uh, everybody everybody knows him. I mean, he... what's his name? <laughs> just tell me his name. Uh, listen, listen, tell me his name. Yeah, he's he's named after his distinctive markings. It's it's ink, right? You didn't you didn't know that? Ink. Thank you. Goodbye. Wait, wait. Hold on. TC hangs up. When allies turn to enemies, who can you trust? When all else fails, at least you can trust in yourself. The door slowly slides open. Sounds like it's scraping against the uh, wall that it's sliding into. Uh Uh-huh. It's completely dark on the other side. Kind of dust and uh, cold mist flow through the opening of the door. And a armed battle droid steps through the door and fires a laser blast at TC-44. What happens? And TC-44 awakens from his... He's been kicked out of his mind's mind's eye. Uh Uh-huh. And he's arrived at the central processing station. Yes. Okay. Well, that was odd, wasn't it? I thought I had that. Very well, time to proceed on to the RSF office. So you said it was a short walk, is that right? Or was it another ride? I'm gonna say it's another short walk. Okay. It'll it'll probably only it'll probably take you 15 minutes to walk to the next bus that that's gonna take you to your final destination. Okay, so it'd be like I've I've probably got. I'm not gonna get there in time. I won't get there in time. <laughs> Is that true? I haven't been doing the math, but you're I, you're gonna be close. I may get there with with right on time. Okay, I had better hurry. TC-44 hustles towards the next uh, next stop and on the way I do not have time for this but uh, he turns into um, a, another comlink booth <laughs> and he calls the clone base mm-hmm. hello hello who is this this is TC-44 human cyborg relations DC, Who is DC this? DC44, we've been looking for you. What's your location? 
Don't worry about me. I'm very close to the RSF office. I will be there on time. The office, you say, huh? That's where I'm supposed to be, is it not? Uh, that's exactly where you're supposed to be. Don't go anywhere. We're on our way. Who is this? Uh, it hangs up. I call back. There's no answer. Blast that ink. Very well. I will move along. And TC44 walks to the next bus station. All right. So, uh, I hope the bus is there. And I hope it's not the same bus. The... Oh, I forgot about that. You, you might... How did you get away with that bus landing and you're not getting murdered by all the patrons? I woke up just in time. All right, we're going to just say that you woke up just in time. Just in time. Uh, Don't worry everyone, about it. The, the, when that bus... <laughs> that angry red fellow was nowhere to be seen. All right, fair enough. You are approaching the bus. It, it is waiting for you. It doesn't seem... It seems like it's waiting for more passengers to show up before it leaves. Okay. Uh, TC44 gets on and sits down. Um, your bus takes. And I'm going to make... Do I need to make a stealth track to sneak on? Totally different bus driver. TC44 waits for somebody, a passenger, to uh, start getting on the bus and then gets on shortly after them to make it look like TC44 okay. belongs to them. Sorry, I get it now. You, you, you should actually do a stealth check. Um, because I, I keep, I forgot you don't have any money. I don't have any money. What's I'm gonna my say difficulty? That, I'm going to say that it's easy. Oh, okay. Can I have a boost for, uh, sneaking on right behind somebody to make it look like I'm their droid? Yes. A success and an advantage. The bus driver thinks I belong to that person and I sit next to them and make polite conversation, uh, as we drive to the office. They are a uh, an aqualish. How was um, your day today, sir? Oh, ma'am. Uh, but you understand, because you speak many, many Excellent. <laughs> that is really something. I cannot believe that. Would you like to hear about my day? <laughs> oh, good. I would love to tell you every single detail about my life as a droid. <laughs> and we have a conversation. Yes, you have a conversation. Do you want to have the whole conversation? <laughs> I'd prefer not to. <laughs> okay. If you'd like to hear the conversation, please replay the last uh, few episodes. So, TC44, we cut to the end of TC44's story. And then a Separatist battle droid came out and shot me, and then I woke up. <laughs> and then I snuck on the bus behind you. Have a nice day. <laughs> TC44 gets off the bus. All right. It is about 6.15. You... Oh, I'm, so, I'm late. <laughs> I cannot believe it. The, uh, I've never been late in my life. <laughs> the office building is right in front of you. It's a big, brutal brick. A big, brutal brick. And I don't think I mentioned this in the Saul Dixon episode, but in front of it is a many many stairs oh dear <laughs> it's probably about a hundred stairs uh some fountains you know the, there's kind of like a courtyard in front of it that's sort of well designed uh -huh. but the building okay. itself is very very boring okay who what what do the people walking up or preparing to walk up these stairs look like um they are mostly in very they look like bureaucrats they're in is there anyone big <laughs> There's a Wookiee 
a gray Wookiee in a suit. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm going to say that uh, they are in a suit, but no shoes, just bare feet. Uh, uh-huh. That's how I imagine a Wookiee business person. So TC44 walks as fast as he can up to that Wookiee and says, <laughs> which translates to, Sir, I am in such a great hurry. Will you please carry me up these stairs? My servos are not fast enough to get me there in time. Should you, can I do a charm yeah, check on the Wookiee? you should do a charm check. He, he's, he's kind of busy. He, you're going to have to... He's not always... He just doesn't do favors for people. That's how he got to be a successful business Wookiee. Uh, <laughs> um, how, how difficult is it? I mean, you're saying it's hard? It's average. Average? Okay. Yeah, any setbacks for me? Uh, no. Okay, because I would remove it anyway with Kill with Kindness. Okay. The Wookiee just keeps walking. I'm sorry. Can never trust a Wookiee. He gives you kind of a glaring look. Um, I give my best glare back with my face that doesn't move. Um, I tilt my head a little bit. You heard me. So as you say that... Go go on. Go ahead. Up the stairs. You're in such a hurry. He, he growls and scoffs at you. And he's gone. What did you roll? Um, I rolled uh, a failure... I, I rolled a straight failure. Um, what are you going to do? You're going to start walking? You're going to... Is there any... Nope, I start uh, waddling up the stairs. Okay. There is there is somebody uh, who's also kind of waddling up the stairs. Actually, yeah. they're, maybe they're slithering up the stairs. Oh, is there There's a hut? In a very okay. uh, business-like attire. Just a business top. Because huts don't really yeah. need bottoms. The uh-huh. hut is kind of slithering up just a little bit faster than you. Um, I assume they would be accompanied by um, tough-looking people. There's one tough-looking bodyguard, kind of, mm-hmm. kind of some futuristic sunglasses. Uh, yeah. But that's it, just one. This this hut might be, it might be like a CEO or something going in, going in to argue against their um, an audit or something that they've received. I call after the hut because I, it's going just a little bit. He's going a little faster than me. I call after him and say, Sir, in in hoodies, I I don't mean to demean you, but I am ever so slow. May I please have a ride up on your tail? The I'm the hut shrugs and says, uh in hut he <laughs> says, Why not? <laughs> Great. <laughs> it's uh the the bodyguard of the hut looks perplexed. <laughs> Think I need mean, what species is the bodyguard? bodyguard? Is we've gone through a lot of species in this game. Oh wait, so um, as I ride up on the tail of this hut, I take a good look at him, and he is a little smaller than your average mm-hmm. hut, and he's wearing a little hat on nice. top of his head. His suit doesn't look particularly nice. It looks like it might be a second-hand hut suit. His Bodyguard looks very, he's very beefy, mm-hmm. very beefy. And he looks very uncomfortable wearing a shirt. <laughs> As we all have at a certain point in our lives. Yeah, he's like just tugging at the collar and he, um, he's an Aqualish. Great, great, cool. This is a joke for just you and I because that episode we recorded is never going to come out. That's great, that's great. This is uh, the great Rufo. The great Rufo. And, uh, 
Bromo Ballard. Yep. I I had almost forgotten about that. Um, they're going into uh, listeners. You'll never know. The Great Rufo is a. I mean, TC forty four will also never know this, but is the Great Rufo? It's like a magician. No, he he's a like a ringmaster. Yeah. We played this game months and months ago. Yeah. Okay. Bromo Ballard doesn't like shirts. Okay. So eventually, TC forty four gets up to the main entrance of this building. Yeah. It's just a bunch of um, square columns going up and tinted glass windows as tc44 reaches the top of the stairs the sun has almost completely gone down and tc44 can see a clone cruiser oh my landing uh, a few hundred feet from the stairs about about where the at the bottom yeah, of the, at the, the bottom of the stairs um, about where the bus dropped tc44 off and very very pretty far away from them right now but you can see uh, the white armor of a clone trooper emerging just a single clone, One trooper. Single clone trooper oh dear tc44 yells down i made it fine thank you very much i do not need your help please go home the clone trooper says nothing and starts uh, running up the stairs toward tc44 tc tc44 shuffles into the building and walks through the lobby. So the lobby is a big oval with more big square pillars. And um, there are are there still people shuffling around? It's almost closing time. So there are people shuffling yeah. around, but a lot of them are on their way out, actually. Can I say that there are, at the far end, uh, a couple metal detectors with some security people yeah there would have to be for a building like this uh yeah so i'm gonna say that there are two there's one person at a security like at a check-in desk and there's another person monitoring a like a metal detector weapon detector okay um tc44 waddles as fast as he can up to the security check-in counter can he get there before ink I think that he probably can. Okay. All right. So he gets up to the desk and who's working there? It's a Rodian in a uh, okay. pretty simple security uniform. So TC44 walks up to the, uh, quickly walks up to the desk and says, Ma'am, you must help me. There's a clone trooper after me. I'm supposed to be here. I was supposed to be here 20 minutes ago for a ceremony. I, I've won an award. Can you believe it? Anyway, Sol Dixon, uh, is that name ring any bells to you? He called me here. I have special information for him, and I believe this clone trooper wants that information. Uh, slow down, slow down. Uh, yes, I... I cannot slow down. He is right behind me. He's right there as he walks, or pushes through the, the doors. Yeah. Can I yeah. do that? Ink, Ink is yeah. walking through the doors right now. The Rodian says, uh... Can I, can I describe Ink? Yeah, yeah, you invented Ink uh, in one of our Lucky Comics. Yeah, I invented Ink, and then Ink never came back. So Ink is uh, in his normal clone trooper uh, uniform. Most of the ones who uh, from the 704th have just seen a little bit of battle, but they've, they've still taken a, a little bit of customization. Um, Ink's armor is all white, except for one arm is all covered in like intricate 
line detail in blue, almost like the armor has a, a sleeve. Yeah, cool. Sounds good. What does the Rodian say to me? Uh, yeah, I, I have a, I have an appointment with you and Saul Dixon at 6 p.m. It says uh, quotation yes. marks award. An award, yes. I've won an award. I need to see Saul Dixon immediately. Uh, there's no need to, to have a tone with me. Uh, yeah, of course. You can you can head on up. Um, his office is, uh, it's, uh, let's see, uh, it's somewhere here. Hurry up. Please hurry up. This clone is coming after me. Sorry, the, the clones are, are your friends. The, see the sign right behind me? It says, the clones are your friends. <laughs> yes, many clones are my friends, but not this one. Um, alright, Saul's office is on the, uh, let's see, it's the... 35th floor. I push past as soon as I hear 35th floor. I, I'm I'm going to picture you push your way into a elevator. The doors are pretty much closing as you push your way in. Oh, can I can we backtrack yeah, yeah, just a little ahead. bit? So I, I push past this desk and walk as quickly as I can through the metal detectors, which go off and I don't care and push my way into an elevator. And what were you saying about the elevator? I think it's. I think that Ink uh, also goes through the metal detector. He has a holstered uh, heavy blaster, and the mm-hmm. an, uh, an alarm goes off. There's a the other uh, security officer kind of just lets him go because he's a clone. You slip through the doors as they're closing, and narrowly escape Ink's grasp as he is stuck on the other side of the elevator. Phew. Oh dear. What a day. Well, now that I've got a minute while I'm in the lift, I might as well try that door again. Uh, okay. <laughs> Can I? Do I have yeah, enough time? Yeah, you, you've, got, you've got two minutes. I think time might even move a little differently in your mind's eye, in your mind palace. Right, because it's processing. It's, it's quick. Alright, so yeah, so TC44 enters this his, his sort of internal space again. And he sees this room, this sort of decorative room with the sunset playing on loop out the windows. And he sets his eyes on this blast door where before it sort of looked just like a regular door. Now it's sort of, it's still got the same shape, but the door on it has this sort of circular design to it like when it opens it'll it'll sort of spin around a little bit so it's got like this this straight bar across with some lights on it and and a circle in the middle um and he's going to try his hand his shiny metal hand at it again what was my difficulty it is going to be hard okay are you upgrading i am not gonna upgrade this time i am gonna upgrade again okay I got six successes, and I got four threats. Oh boy! So do you you chop the door again? You karate chop it? That method didn't work the way I mm-hmm. wanted it to. So uh, I pop the tip of my finger off, and there's a little computer terminal on the side of it, and I plug in. I plug in inside my mind, and uh, it was as easy as that. It was. It was. I shouldn't have used force before. I should have just tried to open it. The door slides open smoothly this time, and 
on the other side is darkness and you are mm-hmm. once again greeted by the battle droid yep the battle droid nods at you acknowledgingly roger roger walks around you through your mind palace interesting i walk in and turn the lights on with my mind so you are in the basement of your of your mind space uh-huh in this room as soon as you turn on the lights you unlock the hidden information that has been wiped from your droid mind i think metaphorically a scene now plays out like a flashback you okay. cut to a throne-like room that you recognize as the main uh operating cockpit control room of a trade federation vessel you are standing next to a powerful looking nemoidian and you are in the midst of a important business conversation with what appear to be some corrupt senators you recognize one of the senators as the senator in question shobo graz the corin senator there are a few others that you don't recognize but you now remember mm-hmm. they're discussing business um discuss- discussing battles discussing war discussing financing of armies militaries things like that their conversation concludes and they leave um flash forward to another memory yeah you're in a smaller room a similar looking vessel a clone trooper uh-huh. walks in you recognize them without question as the clone trooper inc their uh yeah. painted customization is not quite as elaborate mm-hmm. the armor is different it's older um a different nemoidian higher up gestures to you and tells this clone trooper to take care of you flash forward again to the first time that your memory has been wiped by clone trooper inc and upon understanding all of this you see the basement of your mind palace and it is filled with videos and documentation of all of your past experiences yeah um the basement of my mind palace is just a different mind palace yeah. uh the they it's no longer the basement they're now next to each other the first one had the images of the clone troopers that i admire up on the walls this one has has images of uh some nemoidians and a a handful of other important separatists on the wall the architecture of this one is much more stark but it's still slightly rounded in places and more metallic and i fight the urge to just delete it yeah as i get off get off the elevator on the 30 what was it 32nd floor yep 35th 35th okay so i get off the elevator and i look around to see if there's some sort of directory of offices right right as you get off you see a sign with some names and arrows one of those arrows says saul dixon okay i make my way as quickly as possible to saul dixon's office you hear the elevator open behind you Oh, son of a gundock. I just stop. I stop because it's unavoidable. Come on out, Ink. Ink approaches slowly. Heavy blaster drawn. Hmm. Heavy blaster. Oh, so scary. I've heard enough out of you. 
I've been dealing with you for years. You know how many times I've wiped your memory? No more, Ink. This will not happen again. I agree. This is it. It's it for you. I would like to initiate initiative. Okay. All right. I'm going to roll my my lousy cool. Ooh. Ink got two successes. Yeah, I got five successes. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> so what do you want to do? Yeah, I have no idea. Um, okay. Did I happen to remember anything from my previous builds? <laughs> oh, we should have done this earlier. Previous builds. Uh, what? What uh, other um, combat skills or general skills or knowledge skills would you like to gain rank in? You want to pick? Um, why, don't you, why don't you pick two more? So when I karate chopped that thing earlier, that wasn't just an accident. That was like second nature, because whoever was my previous owner when I worked when I when I was owned by the Trade Federation, I was the bodyguard. I would like two ranks in brawl, please. Oh my gosh, two ranks in brawl. You were a, you were a, a protocol droid bodyguard. Yeah, I was a protector. That, that sounds. I mean, that still makes me terrible at it. But you could, you'll be you'll roll chance. a yellow or a yellow and one yellow and one That's green. Not that terrible against two purples. Yeah, it's not a, not a great not a great okay. chance. Well, I guess we'll find out. I'm gonna say you can have one boost for catching ink completely by surprise. Okay. Okay, so that's still really bad. Okay, it's not even gonna get past his soak. TC44 whips his arm down and uh, hits ink right in the neck shoulder area with his metal mm -hmm. hand, dealing four damage. It's got a soak of five. Um, yes. Yeah. But catching him off guard, he got one advantage. So he, he chops mm -hmm. him. And then I would like to... This isn't going to work the way I want it to. Okay. I'd like to give him, take, give him one strain. And then use both of my maneuvers to run down the hall as fast as I can. Okay, I'll allow that. So DC44 geo chops ink and then books it out of, out of there how far is Sol's office i think it's it's you know 50 feet you're running by offices okay. they're they're passing by yeah you're at a you're at a protocol droid jog right now yeah um heads turn as i yell agent dixon there's an armed man here who is trying to attack me <laughs> So you've got a little bit of a head start. Ink is going to pursue you. Your, your chop took him mm -hmm. off, off guard a little bit and it let you get put a little uh -huh. distance between you. I'm going to say you're at like medium range right now. Um, okay, so it's average difficulty if you wanted to shoot he's me. Gonna, he's going to take a shot at you from down the hall. Okay. So let's see, he's got a, we've got a heavy blaster pistol, which is range light. Okay, he 
he fires a shot, it flies over your shoulder, it puts a big heavy blaster mark in the ceiling, a little bit of some cheap ceiling tile cheap tile falls down on the head of uh, TC-44. He is running after you as fast as he can at this point. You are just a few feet now from Saul Dixon's office. Okay, the first thing I want to do is yell for Saul Dixon again. Agent Dixon, there's somebody shooting blasters in the building. Surely somebody can stop this. And then TC-44 stops in his tracks, bends over, picks up the tile that fell, and throws it at um, I feel like I, wa- I want you to do a coordination check and a ranged light check. <laughs> so that I don't like fall yeah, over I, when I stop abruptly? Yeah, I, I just have a hard time picturing it, but if you can tell me it's possible. Um, just How average difficult. all the way. Man, oh dear. Oh, he, uh, he, it's a wash. So, so he, he, what, he, he bent down and then he changed his mind. Well, he wasn't able to completely stop. Oh, so he just keeps running. He doesn't have a very good center of balance. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. No, you made me do a coordination, right? That was coordination, was a wash. So his center of balance is not very good. So uh, as he tries to completely stop, he ends up sort of tripping and sliding and he, does, he doesn't lose or gain any ground. Yeah, he doesn't lose or gain any ground, and then he's going to use his maneuver to, what, like, finish the distance between his, him um, and Saul's office. I'm going to say, Saul's as he approaches the office, of course, Saul Dixon has a office with um, frosted glass, uh, a giant frosted glass pane yeah. um, that, has, that is written Saul Dixon on it. He can see Saul Dixon's looming shadow uh, heading towards his office door as he approaches. And then what? The door opens. You see Saul Dixon. He has his gun, and it's aimed straight down the hall. Saul Dixon has two ranks in ranged light, and his agility Mm -hmm. is two. Um, I'm going to say that at this point, they're at short range. Okay, so the... Uh, ink is running towards yeah tc and tc is moments away from being shot right in the back the door opens to sol dixon and his heavy blaster pistol and he fires and hits him with one success and one advantage what's the damage on the weapon seven so eight damage Minus the soap value. I think that the the blaster hits the blast hits ink, and he's very surprised to be hit. It's gonna it, it hits him kind of in like the lower chest, and it stops him from pursuing any further. He is wounded but still conscious. He wants to shoot TZ44 to to cover up all this info, but the danger of being killed is uh, gonna get in the way of that. So he's gonna shoot at Saul Dixon. Oh man, this isn't this isn't this might be bad. What do you got? <clears throat> he got four success, three threat, or one of his successes is a triumph. Okay, so um, what's the damage on his weapon? It's seven. Yeah, seven plus your number of successes, which is. So that's 10. 10 damage minus Saul's soak and probably a crit to Saul. Yeah, he 
He nails Saul. Saul doesn't have a bulletproof vest or anything. He's just in his normal work clothes. He He's always ready for a fight, but uh, he is hit hard. The, the hit with his heavy blaster rifle is, it kind of hits him in the arm and the chest at the same time. Um, I'm going to say that this, that Ink's Triumph knocks the heavy blaster pistol out of Saul's hand and it rolls to the floor. Three threats, though. Saul, Saul has been wounded pretty badly. His, he has been disarmed. Saul's got, got some tricks up his sleeve. He kind of backs into his office, clutching his wound, putting the door, the half-open door in between um, Saul and Ink. Saul went back to an, into his office? Yeah. Um, but Ink got three threats. That, that may have been the last shot on his blaster. Of Ink's blaster? Yeah. It's up to you. Yeah, I'm the game master here. Listen, I'm the game master here. Yeah, I'm going to say that... Well, but, but he got a triumph. Yeah. Well, you knocked out Saul's weapon with the triumph. I'll take some boost die on my next roll. Yeah, I'm going to give you... I just wanna, I'll just give you boost die. Okay. So it's TC44's turn. TC44 is going to make the assumption that the three of them are not alone on this floor. The doors are all closed, but there have to be people working late here right now. Mm-hmm. And TC44 is going to yell at the top of his mechanical lungs... There's an armed man with a blaster here. He is trying to kill me and Agent Saul Dixon. All RSF agents, please come out and stun this man. And I want to make a leadership check. Okay. Uh, what's the difficulty? Average. And do I have any setbacks? Um, no, because a few people have opened their doors and are uh, inquiring into where these blaster fire are coming from. Okay. So I'm rolling two greens, a yellow, two purples, and three blues for the threats? Sure. So it's the threats or the, the, this is noisy. Yeah, exactly. All right, I got four successes and two advantages. Okay. Do you want to tell me what happens or do you want me to tell you what happens? A Troig, a Miri Allen, and a Snivian all come out of their offices with their blasters ready and set to stun. Sol Dixon gets his ankle blaster out and uh, peeks around the corner of the office. Four stun shots almost simultaneously hit this clone and uh, send, send him to his knees. Okay. His combat... Do you feel like combat is uh, resolved? That's up to you. Um, I think I want TC44 to be the one who made the last yeah. roll. I think Ink is slowly, he, he's kind of writhing in stun pain, and he slowly raises his heavy blaster to TC44, who is about a foot away from him right now. Um, if he gets this shot off, it's it's going to send TC44 into, uh, into five perfectly popped apart pieces uh but can i can i and you have a brief opportunity to interject before he pops you into pieces oh i was really hoping that he looks up pointing this blaster and i am holding soul's knockdown blaster roll to see if you can do it <laughs> what would i roll athletics just to see if i could get it in time yeah great what am i rolling against 
Let's say it's average difficulty. Alright. And yeah. you can have a boost because it, this time it, it's personal. <laughs> this time it's personal. <laughs> yeah, I failed with a threat. No, no. Well, I have one. I rolled one green die. Can you tell me what happens? <laughs> yeah, okay. TC44 starts to pretend to be athletic and uh, awkwardly says, this time it's personal, as he sort of slowly bends over because his knees don't really work the way that they should to the floor to grab Saul's blaster. And Ink gets a single shot off. And that is the last thing that TC remembers. And then TC wakes up in a bright room on a table. There seems to be some sort of wiring coming out of his neck and out of his right index finger. But all systems are showing at least mostly working. Um, I kind of wanted to make a, uh, a sappy ending. So I think when he awakes... Yeah. A couple of his favorite clones are huddled around his uh, dismembered body. So yeah, he um, he tilts his head up and sees that his head is still attached to his torso, and his arms are off to the sides, just barely plugged in, and his legs are off to the sides on the bottom, barely plugged in. And standing around him are Reggie and um, Gusto. Mm-hmm and teeth and teeth is uh over there looking at uh looking at a computer that there's another clone on that tc doesn't recognize and you see Saul dixon in the corner too also looking at that computer and it looks like they are they've got a lot of data they're uh decrypting all of the data that tc44 has brought them they don't even need to because tc44 did the job yeah, they're not, I, I take it back, they're not decrypting it, they're just looking at it. Yeah. And there's a whole bunch of stuff that was hidden within that data file that is now um, that has now been revealed to them. So they have all this new information on the Senator, on Inc., and even more information about the Trade Federation and their yeah. dealings with other Senators. Because they've got my basement. They also have some of TC44's um, memories that have been uncovered as files, but they don't they don't delve too deeply into it because they want to allow TC44 uh, his privacy. The screen that they're looking at briefly shows a video, a recorded video of a sunset, and TC44 turns his head over to Teeth. Uh, and Teeth looks over at him and he says, Sir, may I shut down for the night? Um, well, of course, but don't you, don't you want your award first? As soon as I decrypted that file, I knew that award was out of my reach. I don't deserve an award. We, uh, we didn't mean to trick you, but, uh, we did have something made up last minute. Sol, can you, can you grab it? Soul pulls out a, a little metal that they had made up for TC44. What does it look like? <laughs> it's uh, got a close-up of a protocol droid head on it. It's uh, <laughs> kind of like kind of like buffed 
you know, bronze, gold, and it's it's small. It's just like two inches in diameter. Oh, I don't deserve this. But thank, thank you so much. You don't know how much this means to me. Uh, of course, of course. Yeah, well, feel better. Thanks, thanks for the info. You're a oh, uh, integral wait, member wait. of our team. I've, I've got, I've got one request. What's that? You, you clones. You have your nicknames and your personalization. I mean, Dice has the, has the, the, the dice pips on his helmet, and and um, and and Spicy has that that nice red line on his. Do you think, do you think I could have a red arm? I don't see why not. You can do whatever you want. Oh, thank the maker. Yeah, we we do what we want down there. No, we don't let these bureaucrats up here tell us what to do. You want a red arm? It's it's yours. Thank you, sir. Now, if you don't mind, I really would like to shut down for a little while. Absolutely. We'll see you later. Good night, Teeth. And TC44's eyes blink off in an unmoving, undreaming sleep that is to be a shut-off robot. Thanks for listening to another episode of Coruscant Nights. Thanks to Doug for GMing on these episodes. You can find Doug's art at voidboy.art. Our music is by Mark Everhart. You can find us on social media at Coruscant Night on Twitter, or you can email us at CoruscantNightsPod at gmail.com. Love the podcast and want to show your support? You can leave us a review on your favorite podcatcher. You can buy us a coffee at ko-fi.com slash Nights, or you can visit us on Patreon. Want to hear more stories about TC44 and his clone brothers? Head on over to our Patreon, where we're just starting the second season of The Lucky Chronicles. Check it out at patreon.com slash Nights. Now stay tuned for a preview of next week's episode. When I left you, I was but the learner. Now, I am the Game Master. Alright, so you said we're doing a medicine check of... Yeah, average, so two purples. Alrighty, so this man is a skilled practitioner of medicine. I have three yellows and a green. Yeah. Against the two purple... All right, that is five successes and a, I think it's not a threat. All right, it's a threat. threat. All right, looking uh, Demo up and down, you see cybernetics all over the place. He's He's got that visor. You can tell that under his, uh, under his sleeves, he's got cybernetic arms and all sorts of technology all over his body. And he says to you, So, Aurora Biotech, you know that company, right? Of course. Yeah, up on up on Dak Avenue, they uh, they've been working on some interesting stuff. And uh, the catch, I know that they got this new cybernetic hand, and it's got some interesting interesting features. And I was hoping you might be able to get your hands on it for me. Hmm. I don't. And so I don't usually go for petty larceny, but 
Oh, I, I know. Yeah, but you do you do what it takes, right? Because I got I got some interesting information. All right, let us hear it. So Aurora, they are in the possession. They they just uh, they just came upon this uh, this new medical discovery. It's a uh, it's a vaccine, and uh, it has eradicated viruses, multiple viruses, different viruses, like an un- unprecedented kind of thing. Thought you might, you know, want to get your hands on that. Might help with your, you know, research. Now, since since Fife doesn't have any eyebrows or anything, there would be a, a slightly raised eyebrow on his face if he had them. So I don't know. I don't know what kind of <laughs> interested, surprised look a featureless face could make. But there's definitely like maybe a, a mental eyebrow. <laughs> exactly. I guess there's like the buzzing in his head is a little bit louder in, in uh, Demo's head. A universal vaccine. That no, I didn't. I didn't say universal, but you know it. 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 It's cured a lot of things, like more than the vaccine really should. Well, when I am done with it, it will be universal. Yeah, so I mean, I can give you all sorts of stuff here, give you information and stuff, but you know, you usually give me give me cash. I'd like you to maybe get this hand instead. That sounds fair. Consider it done. <laughs> 